0: We're cheap asses and we can't afford the dot coms.
1: And welcome to episode number 25 of the Unrelenting Podcast. It'll just be mere moments before we are banned from YouTube. I am Darren O'Neill. He is Sir Gene, and we are here. Oh, I'm never really sure why we're here, but we're here. We are here. It is Friday. I've even put my phone on mute. Well, that's good. I mean, that's probably why you couldn't hear when I was texting. I'm like, Where,
0: where's Gene? Oh, you texted? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, your yeah. alarm didn't go off. You were that kid in school, weren't you? Like The dog ate your homework. My alarm didn't go off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, it's a true story. <laughs> it's the truth. Well, the most truth you'll find today in this. Yeah, I never had landscape. A dog, but I'm sure that was still the case. Right. Well, that
1: you didn't actually have to have a dog. I mean, it was really rare for, for the teacher was, to go to your house just, to verify.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. Nowadays, you, of course, with zoom school, they can do that.
1: When everybody can see everything and hear everything. Mm-hmm. And you are being advertised to twenty four seven. And the Ministry of Truth is fully active. Well, yeah, did you see that yesterday? Myorcas. I mean, this guy is such a dick. But the Mm -hmm. new Oh, we're going to bring a ministry I mean, this is so nineteen eighty four. Oh my God. We're going to bring the Ministry of Disinformation. Or they're calling it something very much like that, too. Which is like
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It is literally the Ministry of Truth, the government organization meant to compel speech to be in whatever fashion the government wants. I mean we already we already have the uh what what's the organization 194 that rewrites history.
1: Well uh, just be your teachers and uh your school system and
0: yeah. Well, yeah. well certainly the the news that the uh, mainstream news, Fox included oh yeah that that absolutely uh Creates narratives out of whole cloth.
1: Fox is no bastion of truth, as you can tell by Fox. The interesting thing now, though, is Fox has like two or three primetime shows that totally disagree with like the other twenty hours of programming. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's well, and Tucker is
0: basically just sitting in a basement. Well, which is uh, where I am. It's much safer in your yeah, basement than going yeah, out. I think so. Did you ever? Did you see his basement? No i'm sure it's nicer than mine uh who's it that did a segment on it? i think it was um uh oh god what's the guy's name um he always did this kind of libertarian dude always did segments the dude the guy Geraldo. Uh he's got a mustache Geraldo looks like uh, a little bit like Geraldo, but the other guy with mustache the other mustached uh, guy no I somebody don't know. will think of who i'm thinking of uh, john's don yeah, yes yeah he He went to uh, tucker's basement he did yeah yeah they met up with tucker and tucker showed him around uh the the in-home studio in the basement and talked about how you know he like he never leaves the house
1: well you don't need to that is the beautiful
0: part of where we are with the technology
1: is yeah we don't leave the house you don't, and you don't have to. It's not like you're no. taking a quality hit it's either. It's dangerous
0: out there if you leave the house. It's very dangerous.
1: I mean, you can do what broadcast quality is at this point for under five thousand dollars, and that is taking things to a level. You can do really, really good mm-hmm. content for well under a thousand dollars. Talking camera, all of your video equipment, lights, audio equipment, but you could do killer stuff for between 5 and 10,000.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, broadcast quality. It's not a high bar anymore. No, no. A lot of a lot of the Twitch people have $10,000 worth of gear and uh and they're generating, you know, 5 grand a day. Once you start seeing all that
1: money coming in, it's like I may as well keep trying to make my product better.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a certain level of expectation and that that's what's actually funny. So if you compare like YouTube, uh, channels of, let's say a million subscribers to Twitch channels with, let's say, I don't know, 50,000, uh, followers, viewers, whatever you want to call it. So both like mid-size channels, not anywhere near the extremes, but, uh, but certainly not anywhere near the beginner level either. The the gear quality they're using and quite often, usually by that size, they've actually got a small team for production. Uh, but the Twitch people have to look a lot more amateur hour. That's the look over there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the, because if you look too polished, that actually works against you. So if you look too
1: polished, people don't want to support what you're doing.
0: Right. So you, you end up, you end up losing that sort of direct connection. So a lot of these people, they'll have, you know, high-end cameras and um, nice microphones. uh, And then these absolutely stupid $150 gaming chairs and uh, Ikea furniture. (laughs) But what you got to remember is for most of the streamers on Twitch, that is actually what their, you know, bedroom slash studio looks like. For the ones that get up into that level, it's what the set looks like.
1: You have to give that persona.
0: Yeah. And so their set is made to look like their old, when they were starting out, bedroom looked like.
1: Right. Cause you want to be one of the guys, you want to be one of the group, you don't want to be elevated.
0: Yeah but meanwhile you know they're living well a lot of them are here in austin frankly but yeah a lot of them are living in like you know mansions five ten grand a month uh condos they don't want you to know uh, that part they
1: just want you to see the basement which looks like uh yeah it's back from the 1980s
0: well there's not really a basement in the condo but yeah and um or you know like a eight bedroom house it's not bad work if you can get it it's it it is there are downsides um well, there's a lot of downsides. You have to stream seven days a week.
1: So it's work. It's not fun. It's at that real point.
0: work. It's it could be fun. But at some point, it's probably not fun. You know, if you got to do it every day to keep the peeps happy. Which is the weirdest thing, because media
1: was never, you know, besides the nightly news. Most of the programming was once a week. Well, we are right. Yeah, we're doing it right, but we've got like four people Ish. listening as opposed to four million. Yeah, so that's yeah, exactly. the,
0: uh, yeah. Where where is our fifty thousand live viewers right now? Yeah, where they should be here right now mm-hmm. in the basement. Yeah, we have zero. <laughs> I see the little counter in the top left, right there. It's a zero, but zero it's, viewers. It's YouTube. Nobody watching on YouTube's. It's because we're not real video on YouTube. Well, we're semi real. I mean we're live video we're just not really we're doing the same thing gonzalo Lear is right now
1: yeah and i've noticed there's a lot of people with fairly popular channels who you never Uh see them on youtube it's all just showing a background yeah with
0: various things going on there are those as well and there's also guys that are doing political commentary with the video game footage playing it's an interesting way to go yeah i've thought about it but uh i wasn't sure if you would you know. They awake at that. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, it all depends. There's
1: a different channel for everybody, I suppose. hmm What keeps people's attention net? It's uh a question that people keep trying to answer over and over again, and it changes. Yeah. The attention span has gotten way out of whack with sites like TikTok where you're training kids. It's like, well, if it's over like 15 seconds, it's too long. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do really bad things, I believe, to the ability to concentrate, to function in a polite oh, that's society. Gone. People don't have that. Yeah, I guess. It's
0: already getting. That's to- what Ritalin is for.
1: <laughs> okay, provide everybody with drugs, which is another yes. problem. You Daddy have taking your Soma. the government telling you that, well, we're going to decide what misinformation is. And if that doesn't scare mm-hmm. everybody on both sides, I don't know what will. Mhm. Because mm-hmm. the problem you can get a bunch of normal center-based political people in a room with a bunch of far left and far right and I think everybody can agree yeah, you know, we don't want lies and misinformation to be spreading. Did you see the cartoon
0: that uh Musk tweeted? I don't believe so. Just recently here it was a <laughs> three-panel cartoon where the first panel basically shows a uh, a spectrum, I guess if you would, of uh, somebody on the left, somebody on the right, and then there's the third character standing just on the left, a little bit left of center. And then the next panel is the guy on the right standing in the same place, the guy in the center standing in the same place, and the guy on the left running left. And then the third panel is The guy on the right standing in the same place, the guy that was on the left in the middle in the same place, who's now on the right. And the guy on the left running even further left and calling the other two Nazis.
1: Gene reads cartoons here on the Unrelenting Podcast.
0: Well, the bigger the bigger thing isn't the cartoons. Everybody does that. But that I actually looked at Twitter on purpose. Yeah. Let's see what Muscat say. The new owner.
1: I believe though that you could get those people in a room and they would all agree that they don't want misinformation. The problem comes when you say, Well, what is misinformation? Yes. And I had a big rant about that uh on Sir Gene Speaks. I mean, I noticed there was a show, only one released in like the last twenty one days. So okay. I mean,
0: so I've had some computer issues. Uh oh. Thanks for reminding me. Yes. You're yes. welcome. Um, and uh it seemed it was totally unrelated to anything i was doing i'll I'll. should i start with a punchline or should i tell you the problem first i mean either
1: way whichever is more entertaining but i this this seems like maybe you got hit with a uh
0: a computer bug not at all no no it's, no blue screen i noticed all of a sudden the computer's running really slow Virus? i was like oh that's weird reboot it's still running really slow i'm and this, like is this mac too or is this a windows no, it's pc okay. uh, it's a game gaming computer and uh yeah, so it's you know, it's like a very beefy top end computer. And it just no matter what, I was just running barely crawling. So finally I popped open uh some software that shows stats. I see the computer is running at half a gigahertz. Wow. Like half a gigahertz, this thing's <laughs> supposed to be doing four and a half gigahertz. That's like giggle flops watts who we're like we're going uh, into not the, quite. But we're going into the Lamborghini.
1: You're not the Lamborghini. It's pretty
0: slow and so i was like well that's not good uh spent probably a good half a day trying to figure out why it's running slow reflash the bios as one does uh brick the computer as one does yeah it's always good reinstall everything again um oh not not software but i mean like bios i had to reinstall again and stuff and then um got it running at full speed and then then it went back to slow oh throttling yeah and i thought well what the hell is causing this and then i i noticed in the bios it looked like the temperature was kind of high so then i managed to boot into windows even at the slow speed i mean it still worked it was just slow and got a um hardware monitors app running and i saw that the temperature was running at over 100 degrees uh, Celsius, of the CPU. Yeah, so about two hundred and twenty degrees. Well, that's pretty hot. And well, when you're so doing CPU, nothing, it is. Yeah, when you're doing nothing, and this so is the CPU is thermal throttling itself to the slowest speed it could go. Now you water cooled. You
1: got a big. I am water
0: cooled. Yes, I am okay. water cooled. And I thought, well, maybe the water cooler broke, so I took the PC part, started looking at it. Nope, water cooler seems to be working. Just the water coming into it is really warm, and and the water even coming out of it's kind of warmish. Um, and it just it was a head scratcher. It was like my PC was working inconsistently for a good three, four, five days, and I thought, well, no, does this have something to do with the fact that it's it's getting hot outside, so the air conditioning is running, so the house is a little warmer than it was in the winter because I never noticed this in the winter. Long story short, uh, I had i noticed that there was a uh a filter um it's a nice case got like uh little filters on every every opening of the case right oh so, so it's and fancy and stuff. all the filters got clogged up so but the filters look totally clean i was like well what the heck is going on so i thought all right well i don't know well i took i took the the big filter off the top off of it just to see maybe there's some difference and when i took the filter off i noticed that the filter was totally clean on on top but it was very dusty underneath itself it's like from the inside of the case from the inside and i realized these idiots that built the computer for me put a filter on an exhaust fan (laughs) they turned the computer into a vacuum cleaner well that was nice of them yeah yeah so the computer is doing a great job filtering the air around itself but meanwhile running really hot it's sucking it, a bunch of air in but it's never mm-hmm. kind of getting out of there yeah it's progressively blowing out it's like there's more pressure preventing the air from coming out because the dust is accumulating yeah So i just took bad. the filter off which is what you're supposed to do with outgoing filters you should have a filter on the in intake of air into a computer and no filter on the exhaust And uh, lo and behold, the temperature went down by 20 degrees. Woo! Yeah. Crisis averted. So that was the about four or five days of me (laughs) screwing around with the computer uh, while obviously also trying to still do some work and do other stuff. And I do have a perfectly fine uh, new Mac Mini sitting here, which I meant to install last weekend, but because of the situation with the gaming computer, never got around to it. Why would you buy a Mac mini now? Aren't they releasing a brand new one within like weeks? Ah, yes, yes. I bought a Mac mini now because I bought it from my buddy. Oh, that's right. Just you got ordered use. the brand new one. Yeah. Genius. So he's getting the, well, he got it ready, which is why he shipped this one to me. He got the brand new one. Oh, he got the studio. He got the studio. Oh, fancy. he got the overpriced fat one. Right. And <laughs> I get to have his. And the best part is I'm paying exactly what Apple Offered to pay him uh, if he traded it in, like three dollars and ninety five. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> exactly. I think it was four hundred bucks for a eighteen hundred dollar computer. Yeah, you yeah. paid eighteen hundred dollars for this six months ago. We it, will give you that's literally what it was, and now I got it for four hundred and I think four hundred plus shipping from him. Wow, that's crazy. So that's a good deal for me. I'm a happy camper about it. I haven't set it up yet. Meant to do that. I'll probably do it this weekend. But um I mean, and it's not like it's going to take long to set up. It's just getting the apps that i have uh on my other mini copied over to this mini you just have a switch where you can share monitors
1: with the device so you can go back and forth between your gaming machine and that
0: uh no every every computer has its own screen i have one two three four five six six monitors facing me right now wow are you a day trader huh <laughs> better <laughs> than that i'm a video game player oh well that's actually more who we used to be on twitch yeah <laughs> <It's> way more <laughs> lucrative Yes, and and lights and green screens and all kinds of things around, and even an expensive microphone. Believe it or not. Yeah, well, I'm using the RE20 today. If you can tell. Ah, yes, you sound completely the same.
1: I I pull this thing out, and then I put the uh, the big ball, the big foam, the big thing. The yeah,
0: big, that's the one I use.
1: I put that on top because uh, I watched a video because I was hearing this when using the Shure SM7B. If we could just briefly go into mic talk. Oh, let's talk. <laughs> I, went and I was hearing. Talk mics. There was a little bit of plosives in the SM7B, and that was annoying me. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad, especially mm-hmm. because there are audio filters you can run before publishing things mm-hmm. like podcasts mm-hmm. to handle the plosives. But I went and looked for a YouTube video on, like, just the proper mic technique and all of this, mm-hmm. and tips and tricks, and I found a guy who had, like, Way too many views, mm. way too many thumbs up on the thing. Mm-hmm. And he was popping his peas mm-hmm. constantly while talking about not popping your peas. And I'm like, that's too funny. I, yeah. I mean, it was breaking my brain mm-hmm. because it's like you're telling people they don't want to do this. And it wasn't like he was doing it just to show an example. Mm-hmm. He really thought he was doing it properly, but was still popping mm-hmm. the peas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's just insane. So I'm like, I'm I'm conscious of that. I'm always going for the best audio. And I like to talk right up on the mic. And right. As one should. Well, it does give you a better sound. It does. But then you do get more plosives.
0: You do get more of those. So I unless you have your mic configured properly. Yeah. Well, that's
1: also very true. You have to know not to speak right into it and not to. you know, if you are going to be speaking louder, maybe move away a little bit and you don't have to speak directly. Oh, good into luck it. on that. Yeah. No,
0: <laughs> there, there's virtually no podcasters that know to do that. Well, that well, they either don't know or don't care. They want that. They rely on the compression algorithm to fix that. I mean,
1: I do. I love my compressor mm-hmm. because that allows for a whole sort of different sense. Yeah. But I figured you, I would try this thing out again. Candy and flowers. I mean, I have the bigger ball that you can put on to the SM7B oh, big as balls, well. Is it? Yeah, okay. big balls. Mm-hmm. But you're right. This I is, thought you you were more of a bottom man. I mean, we do have the big bottom too. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of figured. Which is why the AFX just gives you a little bit of a boost.
0: Uh huh. And that was the other thing too. Yeah, you guys should hear Darren without all the switching gear he's got. He, he sounds like a teenage girl. Yeah, I mean, if you well, if you turn off the AFX, you get
1: this which then closes everything down and if you turn off the eq this is what you're so nasal oh my god it really changes the amount of air in there and it closes everything down i don't like it yeah you sound like a not an am radio host anymore especially when you well with the big ball on it too because that Mm -hmm. makes it uh you know that kind of closes everything in but that's the beauty of Mm -hmm. the eq and then the apex with the big bottom is that it brings you back the sound yeah that Net, Net says i sound just like taylor swift oh uh, yeah i have that voice i have
0: a great voice that's true you do have, you sound just like her <laughs>
1: it's amazing you know? isn't it
0: yeah although you've got the big bottom she definitely does that well i know we
1: can we can disagree i mean i'm not saying huge but i mean do you want huge i mean do you want something that it's can like flat out the have sun? you
0: not watched her in concert it is completely flat that photo I've, was absolutely photoshopped i have never seen her in concert but there, i've seen photos You've never watched a video of her in concert? Well, I've seen or a few videos, On yes. the stage. Watch any of her stage videos. Never in And the look person, at her man. ass while you were doing that, and you will see how flat it is. I
1: mean, I know that is what you're looking at when you turn in, uh, tune into a concert. Of course I am.
0: I am a male. What else would I be looking <laughs> He's at?
1: He's like, just just turn around. No, you're you're facing the wrong way.
0: Uh, the cameras do a great job of spinning around and looking at the back of her. Yeah, we had the opportunity when she was here at soldier
1: field a few years ago where the uh they were doing the progressive pricing which i think is one of the most evil things in the world
0: no it isn't it lets you get a ticket uh when you you know for whatever you can afford well okay
1: that's absolutely right and i was not willing to pay the price yeah for see, i always figured you weren't tickets. a real fan no i'm not i'm not i think they were this is going back Four or five years
0: Pre-COVID.
1: ago, or so Still, it was like sixteen hundred bucks a ticket. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I can't go. Not a fan. Clearly, can't, can't can't spend three thousand dollars plus for a pair of tickets to go see a concert.
0: Yeah, at that point, you tell your wife, "I love you," but I love her more. <laughs> right. I'll well, see I'm, you tomorrow. I'm saving sixteen hundred bucks. Uh-huh. Boom. Exactly. You gotta buy food. Yeah, that's what a hot dog can run you.
1: <laughs> yes, in Chicago, that's ex- absolutely right. You want to buy a bottle of water and a poor. Do they have good dogs in Chicago? I can't remember. Oh, Chicago's got the best dogs. Well, I don't have good
0: brats. No, they have good dogs. See, the brats are better in Wisconsin. They're better in Milwaukee. The brats, really? Because the dogs I actually like in New York.
1: Well, New York dogs—they have their own way. I mean, the Chicago hot dog is an interesting thing. For I think pretty much two ingredients. Oh, we're done
0: with Mike talk, people.
1: This is the uh, relish that has to be neon green. A very unnatural green mm-hmm. makes a Chicago dog, as does celery salt.
0: Interesting. I didn't know about the celery salt. The relish I love. I actually could eat relish with a spoon. And you have. I, is that, yes. part, is that yes, part of your
1: uh, OnlyFans or your Twitch channel?
0: Yeah, no, I actually haven't had it for a long time. because you got way too many carbs in it. But in general the taste of relish it's really good it's just sweet peak pickles that's all it is yes and now
1: for the chicago dog you need to add the celery salt and like a lot i think new york and other places do the sliced tomato the pickle on top and onions you know i think that's pretty common sliced tomato what yeah. you don't do sliced tomato on top that's i've part never of chicago had a dog, dog with
0: sliced tomato on it well then you have never had a chicago dog I don't think I have. Because when in Chicago, when I've been to the food fests and whatnot, there's usually like Polish food to eat. And then
1: you're right. I have no friends, the Polish sport peppers, that too. That's part of the Chicago dog
0: experience. Mm -hmm. And the good ones you bite into and go, oh my God, that's hot. If you're a northerner that lives in Chicago, probably yes. Well,
1: something you normally get a spicy pepper, but every now and then, Mm-hmm. They're like they, they were. They were bringing the heat. Yeah, and yeah. those are the best. I mean, if you're not sweating, you're not eating. Demo Dick marchinko taught us that,
0: and I That's believe right. he was right. He was a a guy who was right about a lot of things. Amen. Amen. But that I mean that brings us back down through the uh, having a through the mic uh, talk sapphire tonic from up above right now. Everything is better with the Bombay Sapphire. Yep. He's, a, he's the guy that, that convinced me that uh, um, that drinking uh, gin was actually not a gross thing because yes. that's what I thought when I was a you know a kid. Yes, I always stayed away from gin. It always seemed like medicine and not a alcohol that one consumes that's <laughs> enjoyable.
1: There, you know, there's a lot of booze that's like that. Is mm, yes, there? You know when you well when you first get into me, there's a lot of people mm. that when you're new to it,
0: yeah. almost every I guess whiskey some tastes. of the really peaty whiskies would fall in that category as well. Some people don't like. I've always liked the the smokiness of the whiskies.
1: Did you see there was a barrel of McClellan? I believe it was mm. that since nineteen. It was 1984 or 1988 that mm-hmm. somebody bought a cask, which at mm-hmm. the time was like 4,000. Uh, this is uh, British money, so 4,000 pounds, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they never picked it up. Oh, wow. So McCallum got a hold of them and mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, this is still here. It, it I think it auctioned for a million something.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Like, damn, that's way better than crypto investing. It's wise. M-
0: very evaporated <laughs> at this point.
1: Yes, which means there will be less in that cask, but what's left, woo.
0: That is it'll be very uh yeah, a strong flavor, but less alcohol. Going for lots of money. Mm-hmm. Goes yeah, up. that's uh that's what expensive stuff to begin with. Yeah. And it's just like yeah. you,
1: you bought a. I mean, okay, I want to be that guy too, who buys a cask and then just, eh, forgot about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, just left it there, just forgot. It's uh,
1: yeah, that's not many people that can afford to do that. There was an article I saw which I thought was interesting, as I've been watching. Although, again, I'm not sure how to explain this because we were told that crypto was going to be a hedge mm-hmm. against inflation it was mm-hmm. going to be a hedge against all of the insanity that goes yeah, along with the fiat currency government
0: controlled or right. so they say
1: right and what has been happening as all of this stuff's been going on
0: as oh the, hey we have two viewers sorry to interrupt and they're asking questions welcome to youtube well you have that thing can that uh, does i do i up? have that thing right there
1: is that thing that it does two old farts shouting at the cloud yes that's us blue elvis i'm assuming that's blue douche that is blue illness <laughs> yes <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing here we're yelling uh-huh. at clouds um but the crypto has been crashing just along with the united states economy as the dollar all of these uh although the ruble i mean that seems to be coming
0: back but the dollar oh yeah rubles the hedge against the dollar <laughs> see i should have i knew it i should have bought a lot of rubles you know while we don't provide financial advice i did tell people
1: You did. You're absolutely right. You told everybody that was listening that they should just buy some Russian currency. And uh, this is from a website, unheard.com, but it is by a guy named Greg Barker. The headline is crypto, just one big Ponzi scheme. Mm -hmm. This week, we witnessed the latest and perhaps most striking sign that crypto might not be the future of finance, the article says on Tuesday. Sam Bankman freed founder of FTX, a huge crypto exchange opened a can of worms by describing yield farming cryptos makeshift alternative to traditional bank lending as a Ponzi scheme.
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, okay, that's not a good way to describe something from a guy that leads a crypto exchange.
0: Uh, Yeah. Although technically banks are a Ponzi scheme, they everything take money is- for one person to loan it out to somebody else. Seven or eight times over. It's a question of the degree, then of the of the scheme. I think the, it, w- is this a government uh, legitimized Ponzi scheme or just the run of the mill Ponzi scheme? Right, and that's going to be the
1: question. What is going to be allowed? Because there are nations like El Salvador, and I believe I saw another one the other day. One mm-hmm. of these uh, South American countries that went, hey bitcoin Yeah, we're a crypto
0: thing yeah country. legal tender yeah hey uh nubbin says hey dare no yeah this is the beauty of
1: youtube live comments it's almost yeah, like a troll comments.
0: room <laughs> it's <laughs> crazy that people can actually say something to us right when it's happening
1: isn't that what the troll room has always been good for i don't know i'm not allowed on there over at no well it's not Because I didn't fight for you. It was a democracy, Gene. They voted against Mm you. mm -hmm. They were like, Red Menace can't have him. Don't let him come in. No,
0: that troll room, it's pretty much the same people on there that that are on Twitter. (laughs) Kick me off Twitter and ban me. God damn it.
1: (laughs) But Elon says, Gene,
0: come back. Yeah, Elon says he'll he'll be uh, unbanning people selectively. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Which is why the Twitter
1: people are losing their minds. We actually didn't talk about that last week, even though it was the... uh, the biggest story going on Mm. which i think is why we kind of avoided it because i think it's going to take some time to really see what's going on here i'm not sure elon really wants twitter i'm not sure if we believe that twitter's workforce is 90 some odd percent crazy radical oh no we
0: believe that completely
1: so what do they do then when elon comes in somebody made that point they're going to
0: form a union and demand a million dollars a year and then elon goes well you're all fired yeah he will but then what did he just buy for 50 billion dollars that right. loses zero people
1: well this is it is there enough of a workforce yeah. that he can replace what is currently in twitter and I, to be fair i don't know the size of
0: the twitter workforce the twitter censor army i'd well, say it's in probably pushing a hundred thousand <laughs> people at this point well there's a lot of people doing the censoring but twitter relies only most on the coders employees do so how many people do oh, no, no, really they take... stopped doing coding years ago no no, no. it's it's purely the fact checkers that they employed well, they, they still
1: have people doing maintenance there are still hardware things going on and well, that's really all sure, that's there needed. are
0: janitors and stuff in the twitter tower <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's,
1: that's all that's needed are the yeah, people that keep the, the infrastructure going for
0: years jack could go to that in his mom's bedroom i don't think ba- jack's uh, that basement. smart mom's basement
1: i did think it was interesting that jack is like no that's fine elon that's no i think it's he's it's, twitter's in good hands is basically i'm paraphrasing but what jack dorsey said of the acquisition yeah. uh by elon musk was i
0: believe he is if anybody can do i think jack's he he's not been a happy camper since he sold way too much of his own stock and not been able to affect anything on Twitter. Right. So he got out. Not like his... Jack's a conservative by any stretch.
1: No, but I think he got overrun by the rest of the, he did. And I think he was kind of pissed about that. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So this is going to be an interesting thing. I just don't know what the Elon play is because he has enough money if he wanted mm-hmm. to do it strictly on the ideology grounds, which I don't think he is, I think he's got an idea that is going to make him well, a lot. There of money is an idea
0: because Twitter loses money every year. And the idea that I I heard from uh, Elon is it's going to be five dollars a month.
1: You heard from Elon? Did he he called you this morning? Is that why we were? Well, no. I I
0: look at his tweets now.
1: Oh, okay. Wait, how do you 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 don't have a Twitter account though?
0: I don't. I don't. I have to use a. uh, I have to go through the deep web. (laughs) No, that that's just a browser, Gene.
1: Everybody has that.
0: Oh, really? Oh, I thought I was I was going through the deep web. I (laughs) I click on this button. I have to go to this thing called Twitter. That says it's got a big E on it. And that stands for internet.
1: Oh yes, yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. Um, that the edge. Oh, we
0: have an important question that breaks through all this current bullshit conversation. Uh, Sir Gene, have you played Dune Spice Wars yet? Ooh, no, I have not. I have seen the ads, and I've asked a couple of buddies that have bought the game to let me know if it is just hype or if it's actually good.
1: It's cinnamon versus cayenne. Mm-hmm.
0: The Spice uh, Wars. It's an officially licensed game by the look of the trailer. So it is very much set in the Dune universe and it kind of looks a little bit like Age of Empires, but I have not played it and I am curious to see what it is. I've been playing No Man's Sky, if anyone's wondering. Nobody's latest, wondering, Gene. Nobody. Their latest, uh, well, I, I disagree with that. I think more people are wondering <laughs> that than that. Uh, more people that are like, give us more Elon very good. talk. Well, that was it. You got the Elon talk. We Damn. can move on. It yeah. is the elon talk now uh
1: i'm more intrigued by the continuing moving forward with all of this artificial intelligence tech which would be great if we only could get csb on
0: the show wasn't he oh no we're definitely csb is banned from the show uh well from there is half. yeah for my half <laughs> of the show exactly So on this left side now CSB, nope right uh yeah it, it's uh oh, look at that we have another comment i like no man's sky see i told you video game talk was better than this other talk certain nubbins into video games nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that this ai tech they uh i saw
1: that the beach boys a group that i like for since i was like 10 years old love the beach boys i was gonna say were you born back then not when they started because they are celebrating mm-hmm. their 60th year yes and part of that is the redoing their
0: greatest hits Release, which was originally two LPs for doing the audio track, the sunkissed commercials. They have so many good, good songs.
1: I mean, the Beach mm-hmm. Boys, best harmonies in the business. Brian Wilson, a absolute genius when mm-hmm. it comes to the harmonies being able to just bring a bunch of different sounds together that on their own you're like, this isn't going to work. And then he put them together and somehow it's magic. But they're re releasing their greatest hits. This is the first thing coming out six LPs. So it's going from a 30 song greatest Mm -hmm. hits to an 80 song, but they're using a lot of AI in Mm. the remastering of these tracks because they said there were a bunch of these things that were mono tracks Mm. that they're able to. And I think we talked about this a little with the big Beatles documentary that was out a year or so ago they're now able to take the mono tracks and mm-hmm. it able to do a good enough job of being able to extract yeah. every instrument onto its own track. So you can get just the bass out.
0: Mm-hmm. You and can get mix just, it as a stereo. Yes. So now yeah.
1: they're re and it's like, I'm always torn about what I think about remastering because a
0: lot of times it's re- like watching a, a black and white movie shot in the 30s as a full color you remember yes turner used to do this turner classic started colorizing and everybody was up in arms
1: yes because it's like well we remember it this way yeah now if the technology is good enough that i don't mind because people can still choose to watch it in black and white if they want i'm
0: i don't know how much ai should you follow i follow quite a bit of it and there's a channel called three minute papers or two minute papers something like that. Uh that a uh is a really good channel because the the guy who runs it, he's got a PhD in something. And probably artificial intelligence. I was gonna say it's
1: always good to have a PhD it,
0: in something. Most YouTube channels I watch, the the host is a PhD. But um anyway, so here he has Hey, he, I'm a he PhD, I'm up a pretty hot date. dude. Pretty hot dude, yeah. <laughs> in your own mind. Well, that's all that matters. Uh-huh so the uh the channel follows developments in the latest a i typically visual stuff, so you probably haven't seen it right and the the latest a i shit takes data from photographs and creates a three d model that you can walk around in it's pretty amazing it is it is borderline like uh, uh, what was that movie with Cruz with the pre crime? Uh, oh, right, right. You're going to, uh, the minority yeah, effect or minority report. Uh, report. Yeah, minority report. report. Yes. Is it like that has some graphics kind of like that where you're looking at photos and you can move the camera perspective. Of course, Blade Runner, the classic, has that scene with the, you know, zoom in and enhance and look around the corner. And there's that technology is damn near here right now well it is it it is being played around with where using ai and knowing the subject so this is where the ai part comes in it is knowing what the subject is supposed to look like so if you look at a, a human face the ai knows that the nose is further out from the or closer to the camera i guess i should say than the forehead And so it effectively translates that flat photo image onto a 3D plane that it creates and does a very good job of doing so. And once you do that, once you've sort of created that 3D instead of a flat plane that the image is uh, put onto, then you can start actually pivoting left, right, up and down and getting a 3D perspective on the photo. And it's not just the face, it's everything. And am just using a face as an example. Uh, but it's it, pretty amazing watching the progression of AI-based video reconstruction. And I'm sure the audio stuff is, you know, no worse. Well, yeah, it's stuff that can
1: definitely fool you
0: into mm-hmm. thinking
1: it is reality. But there's another AI program that is uh, dropping today as the Mm -hmm. kids say, which is a company called on one who's been around for a long time. And they do a, uh, a lot of like Photoshop plugins and that they do their own standalone stuff as well. Mm -hmm. But their latest is an enlarging program that uses AI. Now I go back Mm -hmm. from, you know, trying to enlarge things, you know, for poster prints and stuff. And if you've ever tried to take a small image, And blow it up. You know how pixelated it gets. You Mm -hmm. know how quickly it is that you start losing all sorts of detail. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of magical juju they have in this program, Mm -hmm. but it is amazing. What's it called? It is on one is the brand on one. If you go to their website, you'll find it. It's enlarge or uh, it's. There
0: has been software for poster making that's been around literally since the late nineties. That was better than anything else at taking low resolution images and then scaling them up to large size in a way that doesn't make them look pixelated. I can't remember the name of this thing. There have been two or three programs that I've used over the years. Uh, you know, back in the in the 90s, I was actually working at a, um, a pre-press shop. You know what that is? no what is (laughs) pre-press we don't have those anymore right that was basically a company that had a bunch of computers that uh created plates for printing presses electronically instead of the old-fashioned way i also did it the old-fashioned way i actually did intaglio which is uh etching plates etching copper plates uh and then uh you know putting uh um Well, anything you want i mean you could put text on there you could put images on there and then using the copper plates to print uh copies now you just
1: have a big inkjet printer that shoots everything out
0: i used to have one though so i got rid of it actually um get it away but i did i had a 36 inch commercial printer which you could uh,
1: back in the day, you could make some money on because printing posters, people would pay for.
0: I don't know if that's the case yeah, anymore. Yeah, and then mine actually printed on canvas, so I actually Ooh, did a, a whole bunch of canvas uh, large format prints. Well, I used to do, you know, I mean, I think I've told you that you were so a professional to, photographer. I was actually a professional photographer. I even have the the card that says so. <laughs> no, I thought your uh, card says totally legitimate. I was a totally member legit. of the press corps. <laughs> I was uh, had that certification. The only uh, but, the only business card of yours I've seen says "totally legitimate businessman." that is that is probably my most famous business card yes and it was I've, the one I've that had, had no truth to it whatsoever um well i mean it 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 had my name on it sure. <laughs> that
1: part that part was true okay i'll give you it
0: that. a totally true card there have been some messages coming in like uh the new dune spice wars is like solaris with dune graphics interesting Uh, i've played solaris a little bit i never really got into it as much as other people have but uh, i still have it in steam so maybe one of these days i'll i'll relaunch it but good to know
1: just wait till gene starts trying to sell you some of his slightly used virtual spaceships
0: you know i do have a store that sells slightly used virtual (laughs) spaceships it's funny you say that i know uh, um I do actually have a store. I'm just not actively selling virtual spaceships, but but I do have a bunch I can sell people if anyone's interested in virtual spaceships. If you're We're looking talking to about Star Citizen, of course. Yeah, Well, the game that will always remain in alpha. That's very true. I, that's been my prediction is that they cannot go out of alpha because then they would actually have to provide a playable experience.
1: But how far do you think we are with this AI stuff that? The AI could just listen to, you know, you feed in every Mm -hmm. Beach Boy song into it, and then Mm -hmm. it just creates a totally new Beach Boy song out of it that people won't be able to tell was computer generated. Oh, I think we're there right now, which is scary, isn't it? No, which means we don't really even need Sir Gene. We just need your voice print. And yeah, but we already
0: have that. I mean, Descript has my full voice print. You could type and I will speak. I'm doing that right now. In fact, you you actually don't speak anymore. You just type everything in. And yes, I have my personal assistant doing the show with you right now. (laughs) That poor guy using my voice.
1: I don't know why anybody would want to do that.
0: Uh, So I can get some sleep because the technology is here because you can. Tech is definitely there. It's a weird world. Yeah. You could
1: pay for it all in crypto, which is a big Ponzi scheme.
0: Well, that's what they say. I mean, I wouldn't want to say that to any crypto person. No, it gets them riled up. That's what they say. It you know those people,
1: yes, I don't know enough one way or the other. I just uh you own some crypto, I heard, yeah, well, a grand total of like three thousand dollars worth, uh-huh, which are pretty much wait, I threw in one thousand, so the other two was sourced by donations over the Mm. last couple of years i've just never cashed any of it out Mm -hmm. even all that's a good policy the stuff that has come in if you're using a podcasting 2.0 app in your streaming sats or you're boosting that's where it Mm -hmm. all winds up just sits in crypto land
0: well that's probably not a bad policy of course when the economy completely falls and And that's That's all all that's left left off. You lose all your crypto. Yeah. That's the problem with crypto. So that's been my main complaint. I don't mind most of the other stuff. I don't mind that it takes a lot of electricity to make it, whatever. My main complaint is this. It is a, a, an asset. If you want to use it for that, which requires electricity, not to generate it. We all know that, but to actually use it. If the power goes out here, as it has in Texas previously for a whole week, guess what? You can't use crypto for any payments.
1: Also, if the Internet
0: grid goes down. Yeah. Yeah. And you can
1: have electricity. But if you don't have an Internet connection,
0: then nobody can process the transaction. Yes. Yeah. Because there's no, uh, you know, there's no miners to validate uh, and put you on the blockchain. There
1: is no fallback for that kind of stuff. Which uh-uh. is why I still like gold and silver which I own zero of, but that's probably um, a better place
0: to be. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of think that things like lithium are much better. Have you seen Elon's tweet on lithium? No. Is this the yes, Elon the podcast? Price, it is the Elon podcast at this point. The uh the price of lithium has gone from about $4,000 a ton to seventy eight thousand dollars a ton in the last few years now is this
1: because is not lithium one of these elements is that it's only know, made in ukraine yeah i was gonna say that's uh apparently yeah, russia too correct mm-hmm. uh, lithium mm-hmm. and when nothing can come out of russia now yeah. uh,
0: well actually well, i think one of the biggest lithium fields is in afghanistan
1: well that we could have had but
0: uh yeah but you know why
1: bother now so now we have to buy the lithium from uh, the taliban
0: So Musk was talking about how Tesla might have to now buy their own lithium mines. Well, I mean, as one would, as in South African would say, naturally. Well, I mean, of course, but he's from South Africa, so it's okay. Well, he is an African-American after all. Yeah, he is. That's not not untrue. That is a completely true statement that would be called disinformation.
1: Right, because the pigmentation of his
0: skin is not correct. It's not about where you're from it's no the, the racists really have flipped things around haven't they seems that way yeah yeah it's like somebody said uh the news of elon musk's buying twitter has made the democrats madder than they've been ever since the republicans freed their slaves Blue Deuce says youtube is lame nobody is there yeah that's except the uh money. does he does he say that on youtube because no. i don't see it and therefore it doesn't exist <laughs> it Was it the troll room i don't know what that is it's the old-fashioned youtube yeah the youtube with the comments which actually stay with the video and are shown on the video of this podcast that is part of the interesting thing and that so I you like. can see the comments even if you're listening to it much later i'd say that's the future it is the now yeah it is the here it allows people to interact. And hey, when we get to ten viewers, we'll also flip on um, other streaming services like, uh, well, well, not Twitch. but uh, No, uh, Rumble, what, what's the one? What? Twitter, Rumble, uh, Rumble, Rumble is the one I was thinking of. Because I think I'd, Rumble would be pretty easy to turn on. Yeah, I'm banned off Facebook, so it can't be on there now.
1: You can do a streaming video on Twitter.
0: Is there such a way to do that on to the. Can you do that? Is, wasn't that. Yeah. What was it called? It, it didn't used to be called that. It was. Yeah. Well, it they, was com- yeah. There was another that, one they bought.
1: Yeah. 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 There've been so many of them. It's hard to keep track. What
0: there, was the there name have, of one? And I always figured they were fairly useless because uh, Scott Adams always used to do videos on that service. Where it was just like, you know, live streamed on Twitter. I always thought it was just to bring
1: you to a better place to see the video, that this was just a way to show people on Twitter, hey, a live video is starting, which you could just do with a link saying, hey, a live video is starting.
0: Yeah. Or in our case, a fake video starting. It's almost real. I mean, there's. It does have a photo of you and right? a cartoon of me. Yeah.
1: And people can see which one of us is speaking and eventually we can turn on the cameras again
0: yeah we can uh maybe someday it's the yeah i mean the thing with the cameras here here's the deal is um it requires a green screen and lights to be on and for the one or two people watching it's just too damn much effort to go into frankly well it's very distracting for me to have the light on. And yeah uh, and you keep looking off camera that's the other thing that's noticeable when we're doing video is darren is always looking at other places right because i'm looking to the left
1: now mm-hmm. to read the troll room and then i'm looking to the right now to read the comments on Ooh, the somebody youtube just channel a,
0: left another comment on youtube that this troll room doesn't get
1: second best
0: podcast in the universe says cody lee
1: yes and we're going for first i mean that's the mm-hmm. uh we got those guys in our sights.
0: Yeah, he is. Well, speaking, oh, of course, about that. This is funny. No show. Said, how, "How can one be watching when there's three people in here?" Does YouTube know their eyes are closed? <laughs> no, no, Ned, Ned, they
1: don't. Uh huh. They do not know. We do not tell them anything. But it's just a, yeah. it's a fun way. to I mean, especially
0: I I rather enjoy seeing Darren's face in the morning uh but not necessarily him looking around in all directions right
1: which means i mean it's hard to do for a two-hour show you know for short little interviews and stuff like that video makes sense um i like i don't know that we need to justify it we just you know decided not to do video done yeah and i like what youtube brings with the comments and i like the fact that there's a lot of people who can't figure out how to go the irc route We've heard that for years.
0: Without A lot of agenda. people are banned from ICA here, so of course. That's kind of thing. Yeah, plenty of. I mean, I I mean think, it's the same reason that, you know, we're not on, on Twitch. Because uh, we're too pretty? No, oh, it's too much effort. Oh, yeah, too much effort. That could be it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I still like the audio and concept. And as soon as
0: Darren figures out how to do the animated cartoon character that follows Whatever you're doing in real life. Well, that's what people are suggesting
1: in the troll room. We should have those kind of avatars. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I totally agree with that. I think that would be fun. I've only once played around with the tech. Um I I think technically both you and I have Adobe subscriptions, so we could probably use their software to do it. The best ones don't use the Adobe crap. They actually use the Unreal Engine, and there's a lot more work involved. But the uh there is Adobe software that lets you create a a character face nice i believe you just use your iphone as the input device in that really thanks i believe so yeah
1: they got the camera there was a article i saw here on uh and there are so many websites i understand the whole concept of what's disinformation and what's not mm. the mm-hmm. foreign u.s has evidence that Russian troops in the Donbas are executing Ukrainians even as they surrender, official says.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the headline. Unnamed official a, says. It's yeah.
1: even got official says in the headline. Mm-hmm. Now, in the article itself, it says, quote, The U.S. has evidence that Russian troops in eastern Ukraine have executed people who are trying to surrender, a top U.S. official told the U.N. Security Council on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Top official, quoting, We now have credible information that a Russian military unit operating in the vicinity of Donetsk executed Mm -hmm. Ukrainians who were attempting to surrender rather than take them into custody. Beth Van Schack, the U.S. ambassador at large for global criminal justice, said in the meeting, if true, this would be a violation, blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. 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 You just said we have credible information and then followed it with if true.
0: Yes. Well, wait a yes, minute. A nuclear bomb takes out Washington D.C. If it were to happen, would be a horrible thing.
1: Uh huh. But how do you say we have proof, we have credible evidence, and then say,
0: well, if true, well, there's a couple things there. One is they don't have jack shit. Two, it probably is happening um because the Chechen units do not. They never signed the Geneva Conventions. They don't need to abide by any of that crap. So and bol- no they they follow the Quran, it's like the if, Quran is the law if you say it's true, but then you say if true, I just don't uh yeah, I mean, well, it's like anything else if you have if you have a nuclear non proliferation treaty that you sign, then you yeah, shouldn't be proliferating. doesn't stop North Korea or anybody else from doing that
1: no, they're still going along their merry way and mm-hmm. doing what they want to do now Gene's
0: audio is completely cut out. Check one, two. Hey, there you one, go. Two.
1: Is that better? <coughs> yeah, well, yeah, now I can hear you and you're not chipmunk. Okay,
0: good. Well, what the hell? Is it your router and modem on a UPS? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, okay. So, this is so bad. Yes, <laughs> yes. My computer and my uh, router and modem are both on UPSs. However, the batteries on those UPSs are completely fucked at this point. Ah, they don't yes. last any time at all. And better yet, yesterday, two brand new high end, like 50 pounds each UPS's showed up here. Nice. And are in boxes waiting to be set up as <laughs> soon as I'm done with this podcast.
1: Well, obviously, that's a little later than would have been uh- <sighs>
0: useful. Yeah, I do have two yeah,
1: batteries to go into UPSs here that I ordered not long ago, so now I'll need I to do that. I
0: hate replacing in the batteries and UPSs. I was just talking about this the other day with a buddy of mine where why doesn't anyone just make a UPS that is a small box that has the the transformer, converter, all the computer crap in there and all the plugs that you plug things into and then has an external cable going out to just a dumb battery box. That you, you can, can just swap out easily part. or add multiple ones plug them into each other they uh, can them sums of bitches well but technically they'll be in parallel is what you want because that'll increase the total capacity of the battery but like that seems like a no-brainer i just designed that in my head in a matter of seconds let's make why it. hasn't somebody made that why aren't you making it should i do a kickstarter for the way ups is ought to be yes and then be it bought by Tesla. <laughs> well, that would be an exit strategy. That would be a good exit strategy. I'll tell you what, if I got bought out by Tesla, I'd be doing this podcast every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'd, you'd, be, you'd be doing this podcast not only every day, but 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Seven mm-hmm. days a week. It would just be all gene all the time. Uh, uh yeah, that'd be good. Elon the show would be called Elon Sent Me a Billion. And <laughs> that would be the.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I suspect it'd be closer to a hundred grand, but
1: yeah. Well, you can't. Okay, so you can only live that lifestyle on a hundred grand in Austin for, a month. for yeah. It's, it's that's literally short-lived. a month in Austin. Very short lived.
0: It's true. Yes, that is. I have personal experience with this. A million does not last long in Austin.
1: There are some countries you can move to with a hundred grand and be set for a while. This is not. Yeah. One of them, like El Salvador right well you just need bitcoin there bitcoin that's all you need but you showed everybody when the power goes out
0: what if you were making a bitcoin transaction right there uh that's it that's it's you know it's it didn't happen what if somebody right was there. trying
1: to stream you satoshis
0: and your server went down well that actually there's buffers for that damn error correction they would just they would just sit there waiting um i haven't even checked in my wallet in a long time or satoshis that nobody sends well then there's really nothing to check no no just an i'm still empty paying wallet. like 25 bucks a month for it though see i am on the free plan from
1: satoshis.stream mm-hmm. and i'm quite happy with that
0: well it's only free until you take the money out then it's not free they charge you three percent or something no it's like 15
1: no not the satoshis guy i mean they, there may sure. be a 15 once you try to turn that into cash you're probably right Mm-hmm. Which is why I've never think, tried turning it into no, cash. No, I think
0: actually taking it out is more like 15, dude. You should check on that. No, it's I have. Not, I, it's not three for sure. That's what they take. The Satoshi's.stream guys? That They may take that incoming, but outgoing, it's like 15. Yeah, I I would recommend you check. I have,
1: and I've done it. and The outtake was nowhere near that. There was like nothing uh, on
0: the way out. Okay. All right.
1: I've taken it out. I've put I think you're wrong, but okay. CSB will know. He does a lot
0: with the Satoshi's. But, with the wallet the, With the, the moving in. He's, he's always guy. trying
1: different programs too to send the booster grams mm-hmm. coming in coming out, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but while you were away, we found out that more seats have been released for carrot Top at the Rialto Square theater here, just yeah. uh out, out in Joliet, Illinois.
0: well, Joliet. I see as soon as I disappeared, we lost all the viewers on YouTube. Well, see that's because you uh you you're the draw there, they're my peeps, yeah, yeah. apparently. In fact, one of the comments from Blue Elvis' is, Girl Room's Gay. Well, that blue blue dude, He he has he has a negative disposition. Does he now? <laughs> he does.
1: <this. laughs> oh, which is why he's listening to the uh-huh. show. Yeah. What is this show about? It's unrelenting. But what's it about? Right, it's unrelenting. Mm-hmm. You are unrelenting. Yes. What's it about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've had that conversation today was about Chicago style hot dogs, Mm -hmm. trying to sell slightly used spaceships in a virtual world, (laughs) slightly used the problems of not having your UPS hooked up before the power goes out. That is a problem. That's a real problem. But we've talked about that and everybody listening can chime in. Now there are multiple ways to do so, but we've talked about this where it's like we're not really. Mm -hmm. Of the mind, I don't believe to stick with tech one hundred percent. We're not of the mind to stick with current events one hundred percent, or you know, pop culture one hundred percent, or you know, anything in that vein. And I know that's weird for podcasts because most podcasts seem to think like you have to stick if you want an audience, maybe to one subject. But I grew up listening to radio you know and it's not your mom and dad's talk radio but guys like steve Dahl and gary meyer Mm -hmm. who are chicago legends back in the day steve Dahl's still doing this in the podcasting format and really what it is turns out to be you turn on the mic and you talk about whatever the hell you want it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what that is and i kind of thought that's where we were going with this it's like well if we want to talk
0: about what's on television i think we've Covered a lot of different topics over the past. What? How many shows have we done? Like at least a hundred, right? Yeah, that seems that way. Mm-hmm.
1: This is twenty-four today, I believe. Twenty-five, twenty-four.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's true because I was a I guest on your show for like a hundred episodes before that. Right. There was
1: like ten of those,
0: fifteen of those, mm-hmm. I think.
1: But it all adds up, and I was on oh, your yeah. show
0: the one time. And then uh, there were all the, the phone the calls that weren't recorded. That's true. Yeah, we should probably start recording those but
1: that is kind what, uh, of this
0: is kind of what this is yeah the open format it
1: is the potluck
0: podcast exactly right cody lee mm-hmm.
1: and i think that it fills a niche for a lot of different things it just depends what's going on in the world where the conversation goes because i think it would be boring. No offense to people that are doing just strictly political shows to stay with.
0: There's too many political shows. I mean, I have political opinions. Sure, everybody does. But that's not necessarily what I want to talk about every day. There is a lot of everything. I mean, at least the big ones, which is politics, tech,
1: news overall, sports. Those are all over the place. Yeah. Where, you know, trying to fit into those doesn't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. but you know just sitting down shooting the shit seeing what happens seeing what comes out
0: yeah seeing what's new and what kind of a uh, lemon drink to make yes well, I'm, that... I'm still shocked that that like that topic of making a blended lemon is still talked about on no agenda social like months after we've been talking about it on the show well, i think there's a lot of people that one don't believe it actually tastes good or they don't I know, have the right? blender yeah you do need a high-end blender that that has both sufficient power and RPM. Yeah. You want to take the lemon and you don't want
1: to have like little pieces left at all. It's got to be no. liquefied.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I use a blend tech and you use the, uh, Vitamix, right? Yes, Yeah. Yeah. So both of those blenders are over one horsepower and they're, you know, made for liquefaction of things. Uh, the, the $50 blender from uh, target. Yeah. that's not, not so going to do it. Yeah, you're probably yeah.
1: going to burn that bitch out.
0: Yeah, you'll burn it out. It'll get stuck or it'll just bounce the lemon around without actually chopping it up. I mean, I used to
1: try to make frappuccinos in an older blender. Like just ice? Well, you take your coffee, you take a little bit of milk, you or if you have a heavy cream, you can use that as well. Mm-hmm. A little bit of sugar or sweetener. I used to throw in a little bit of chocolate with that, and then the coffee. And when you're trying to make a frozen drink, there is nothing, nothing worse than the blender just going and then sticking, Mm. because it Mm. won't process it anymore. It gets stuck. It's no fun. Mm -hmm. And so I had to get a more horsepower. I needed more power, as Tim the Toolman Taylor would say. Yes. And then the other secret, though, if you're doing the frozen drink that you don't want it to separate. Cause that was the one thing that I noticed when making the frappuccinos. And that's the mm-hmm. beauty of the internet. Cause it only took a quick search to figure out, well, gee, why, why is it when I make a frappuccino after like 10 minutes or so, it's starting to separate and it's, uh, you know, it, it's just no, no bueno. Mm-hmm. It, you need a little bit of xanthan gum.
0: Yeah. If Well, yes. Yes. Or something of that, uh, of that elk. Yes, it's one of those ingredients that's in a lot of foods that people will go, what the hell is this? It keeps it a nice, consistent. It doesn't
1: start to get melty and you start having liquid and ice. It just keeps everything frozen, frozen.
0: Yeah, I, it it sort of helps with emulsification and coagulation. I don't know how it works, but it just works. Mm-hmm. I don't it's, use that. It is the, the, the product that is in most cheap ice cream to make it mouthfeel of ice cream because yes. normally in order to get that type of actual ice cream feel when you're eating ice cream if you weren't to use xantham gum and I make ice cream occasionally not very often but I have an ice cream maker and so occasionally I'll make some at home the only way to do that is to use heavy cream and and that is way too expensive for ice cream manufacturers so they use skim milk and uh, water just a touch of cream in there but the xanthan gum is what provides that sort of like sticky gooey consistency to it that normally would not exist in those ingredients without a lot more fat involved right without it it would just kind of taste like watery something not so good. it would be more like sherbet because Sherbert is, uh, you know, water-based rather than milk-based. Now,
1: do you say Sherbet or do you say Sorbet? You
0: say, or, well, I, I say Sherbert, but that may be just... Some say uh, Sherbert, some say Sherbet. Yeah, sorbet.
1: Yeah, Sorbet. With
0: a, uh-huh. I don't know. So, yeah, Sorbet, I've heard as well. Um, it's... Uh, but it's, it's basically ice cream with water instead of milk as the base. And quite often, because there's water rather than milk, they use flavors like orange, uh, lemon, lime, things that would be a little weirder with milk involved. Yes. Yeah, definitely.
1: But you never know what's in stuff. I mean, I've noticed every time it annoys me on the bags of shredded cheese that Mm -hmm. we buy from Meijer that right up at the top in big bowl letters made with real milk yes i'm like what else can you make cheddar cheese with if you're not soy really yeah there's
0: fake cheese out
1: there but then it would sure. be fake cheese it wouldn't you wouldn't be like cheddar cheese right you then you wouldn't call it that you would call it soy cheese
0: you a know. cheese product yeah <laughs>
1: so when you're like it's 100 percent shredded yeah, cheese well, made with but, real
0: milk it's like yes what but but they still call almond milk milk even though they shouldn't it, it should like, be called they, almond water made with real almonds maybe made with no milk it's almond milk hey, includes no actual milk the but milk least- lobby has definitely been pissed off about this that there and I, I tend to agree with them that there should not be a product that is sold without the ingredient that's in the name if there's no milk in in almond milk it shouldn't be called milk yeah, it should be called juice, almond water, whatever you well, want. Well,
1: it's not really even the ju- it would be uh you know, I can see like almond milk substitute or something like that adding because it is a milk substitute.
0: That's it about It may be a milk substitute, but it is not milk. No, it is not. But yeah.
1: people use it where they would use regular milk. You can pour it on your Cheerios. Mhm. I mean, you could pour anything on your Cheerios, but to be fair, it is the closest thing I found, to. If you don't have
0: real milk. I mean, honestly, you could pour water on your Cheerios, your Cheerios and it's just fine because mostly what you're tasting is sugar.
1: Yeah. Well, the Cheerios, maybe not as much as some, but uh, there's there's a point there. It is a milk substitute. It is not actual milk. But this, again, disinformation, Gene. This could be where the arguments are going to come from. Hmm.
0: Yeah. So, the so. I don't want to repeat what I said on, on Sir Jane speaks. Well, Uh, well, because because everybody listens to Sir Jane speaks. They do. They should. huge audience, huge audience of listeners, including you. They should write. Wait, I'm supposed to listen to that. I thought this was, uh, yes, yes. I thought I get everything I need right here. Yeah, You don't that. This is your out from having to listen is that you get everything you need from this podcast. This isn't the, this isn't the case. No. Oh, Hey, we're up to four viewers. Look at that. Hey, how you doing YouTube? Yeah. The other cool, well, because um, last week, the cool kids are on YouTube
1: for the first time ever. I listened to no agenda at a higher rate of speed because the last show we did the four mm-hmm. hour, you know, not the last show, but the previous one, we did yeah. the four hour rock and roll pre-show.
0: Yes. And so yeah, I was I'm a little bit, that.
1: you know, had some, you know, wanted to get lunch, do some other stuff. So mm-hmm. wasn't listening live as and wasn't doing art. I just took the day off from that. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to make sure I got caught up. And I, I did the horrible thing. I mean, I listened at two times speed. And mm-hmm. to do that regularly, I would want to kill myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I got the gist of what was being said in mm-hmm. half the time. But that does not sound good. That sounds perfect. Not at two times speed. I mean, 1.25, you're probably okay. I know that's your well, I, I listened,
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's my recommended for my show. I mean that's what I listen to other sets. For this show you're listening to five times like two and a half X, yeah.
1: Wow. I mean two and a half. It starts getting too I mean when you you know it's not good. It's perfectly
0: understandable. It's more understandable than be. The only show that I can't listen to at high speed is Shapiro, that's correct.
1: Because then you
0: go into cannot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going faster than the speed of light at that point. Yeah. ben shapiro is relegated to one and a quarter everybody else i can go over two x
1: that is uh maybe it
0: is something that i can acquire the ability oh, it, i to think it is a you do get used to it um yeah and i actually i, I sent something to adam's like yeah we talked about this on today's show i'm like yes i'm behind a few episodes i know i know
1: like how dare you gene how dare you be behind
0: uh, yeah, like this whole working thing is putting a, a a crimp in my listening habits.
1: It is so horrible when you have to make the kind of money you are just for sitting at home and typing a few things on a keyboard. Well, sure, if you reduce my job to that. <laughs>
0: Wait, I mean, okay. To be fair, what more is involved? Okay, well, I'm not gonna make that argument, but still. <laughs>
1: That's fair. But it takes a certain amount of uh know-how. And this is what yeah. people don't ever, this is this whole bullshit there was some lunatic politician i believe in washington state that wants to raise the minimum wage to $30 an hour and okay. it's like are you, are you nuts because they think well this is going to raise everybody out and it's going to be great it's like no then a slice of pizza is going to be $50 yep well yep. don't
0: understand No it's actually it. worse than that I was talking to a buddy of mine that lives in Washington state yesterday and he was at a, uh, a potbelly sandwich place for lunch yes. not by there. They're decent sandwiches too. Yeah. And you know, like at lunch, he stopped there. They were closed. What? Wait, um, closed? Why? They weren't like permanently closed. There was just nobody inside and the door was locked and it's lunchtime. Nobody showed up. Is because a lot of these fast food trains, not just in the West Coast, here in Austin as well, they just don't have sufficient available staff to be able to stay open during business hours. So they're only open when somebody shows up. Wow. So That's these amazing. places that used to be open every day from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. are now opening up every other day for four to six hours why uh, do if people you don't think that's gonna work. affect the economy well of course it is i well the, some people may not want to work but also like they the restaurant may only be able to afford eight people that are each making 20 bucks an hour right instead of 16 people making 10 bucks an hour like they used to because you used to be able to hire some 15 year old teenagers kid. that's I, we all worked in <laughs> fast food i never worked fast food okay, but i worked retail yeah you know, I worked at Spencer's Gifts at like 15 or 16. Oh, my God. That's a, yeah, that, that that's a horrible job for a 15-year-old. You're exposed to all kinds of kinky stuff. <laughs> that explains so much, doesn't it? And it explains why you're blind. The, oh, no, that's that whole, that's not true.
1: If you do that so much, you, you go blind. The oh, uh, I, I heard that is true. <laughs> the new cookie shop, which is opening up in our little town here opens Little today Chicago it's outside of Chirac uh-huh. it's out in the suburbs mm-hmm. it's a cookie shop that is open from 8 a.m mm-hmm. until midnight
0: wow how are they sapping that I don't know it, today's their first day they literally I just saw this this morning oh yeah it'll be down to 8 a.m until noon right <laughs> then we have
1: to close but i'm Mm -hmm. like okay why and they were closed sundays and they on monday through thursday i think they were closing at 10 but it's like who needs a cookie fix at 11 o'clock i'm just wondering.
0: yeah i i've experienced in austin this with uh pizza delivery where there are a number of pizza places that are supposed to be open and then um you put an order in online and then nothing Nothing shows up, and then you call them up, and they're like, "Yeah, sorry, we had to cancel that. We are out of drivers right now." Well, now are ordering this directly from them or through one of those apps? No, directly from them. The but this is the irony is if you actually want a delivery, you have to order it via like Uber Food, because Uber will charge more for delivery and will get drivers to get off their ass and go do deliveries. Uh, whereas a pizza place pays a fixed amount per hour or mile or whatever to the drivers and they're not going to be hey today we're paying more to you guys Oh, so, next hour the prices are going down you know but uber does that and so uber oh, yeah, and can demand. typically do yeah they can typically run a delivery even when there's <laughs> no drivers showing up to the pizza place and they're like yeah we're only pickup right now and you think about that okay if you're only pickup that means your income just got cut by 80 percent or more for the night you might as well close then you'll save money
1: well yeah, but you're not making money on the uber eats and grubhub orders because they're taking 30 no. percent. oh yeah absolutely yeah and it's amazing and i've talked to a buddy of mine who owns an italian restaurant mm-hmm. and the fact that they can't find people to do the simple stuff like be a driver he's mm-hmm. like i don't get it i'm paying these guys like 15 bucks an hour plus plus tips, mm-hmm. and yep. he's like while they sit here they can eat whatever they want and they still yeah. can't
0: get people to work yep yeah there's a a big shortage of employees so here's here's the smart ass answers to that is um basically our whole economy was still driven by boomers and general Xers and the millennials for the most part, of just still living in their parents' basements and uh, occasionally driving for Uber. Um, and right, they make a, f- a few bucks, and then they make a few bucks, and then they stop. They've made enough to go buy some pot, right? And, and that's all they want to do. That's I can all, eat all they Mom and Dad's cookies, yeah. And the Zoomers, I mean, they think that work is evil capitalism, and really they're they're communists. So when the Boomers retire, and a lot of them took the opportunity to do that during COVID, in one swell. Vel, well, well, sure. What's the phrase what one s- swoop. That's the one, fell swoop. That's well foop. What, what swell, foop? One, one <laughs> swell foop. One swell foop, one swell foop, and they all retire. And uh, so they so you had people that actually were in the workforce that retired, but then you had Nobody joining the workforce because that generation doesn't believe in work. They believe in gig. And consequently, there is absolutely uh, what you may normally describe as an employee shortage, a.k.a. very low unemployment figures for specific jobs, like jobs that actually require a person to not be a gigster, but actually have a career.
1: Well, that is, I think, one of the biggest changes is rather than working for, you know, Domino's Pizza and showing up Mm -hmm. for your schedule for minimum wage, Mm -hmm. there are so many opportunities now for you to be like, well, I'm just going to open up and, like you said, drive for Uber or deliver for shipped or whoever, that people aren't taking the crappy jobs with companies that aren't gig work. Yeah. Because like I don't want a boss. I want to be able to decide when I want to work. And I get it. I get that part. But that means you're going to have to do something to, uh, I guess, alter the the compensation scale for these companies that need workers that can't. Well, yeah, they need to be making thirty bucks an hour minimum. (laughs) Which won't help because everything else goes up. And that is still what people don't understand about the minimum wages. That as the minimum wage goes up, who gets hurt? The less skilled people,
0: they yeah, get hurt. Well, and the minimum wage was literally created. You can look this up in in historical documents. It was literally created to keep the feeble minded, as they were referred to back in the day, from working because yep. they wanted to keep them out of society. They they these people need to be, you know, in institutions a, and. uh just in general, not with an eyesight.
1: So, anybody that is arguing for the raising of the minimum wage is trying to do a disservice to those without job
0: skills. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really a form of discrimination. Absolutely. Well, it I came- should be able to work for any wage, whether it's a dollar an hour or a thousand dollars an hour, if I can find somebody willing to pay it. And right. if, if all you can find is somebody willing to pay less than the what is current minimum wage, then the government tells you, yeah, don't work. Fuck you. But when you're running a little hamburger or hot dog stand and somebody tells you you have
1: to pay somebody $30 an hour, but the amount of hot dogs you're selling every hour is like $20. Well, mm-hmm. how's that going to work out for you? They're going to get to be really
0: expensive hot dogs. People yeah, don't understand that's economics. Exactly right. That's how inflation Gets motivated
1: soon. You'll bring a wheelbarrow full of your cash, which is no longer going to be legal tender. That was the other thing I saw. yeah yep. Major League Baseball now, and I believe it was twenty-seven of the thirty parks. Mm-hmm. No cash. Mm-hmm. Like holy crap! How did this happen? Yeah, it's illegal. Well, that's what I said. And I did notice that the uh, Attorney General in Boston. Is actually looking at this because it's like, well, this is a, this is illegal. You can't walk into a ballpark with a hundred dollars in cash. And be like, What want a hot dog. And they're like, nope, nope. You have to pay with uh credit card. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, they're yeah, all trying to get around arguable. this.
0: I mean, the, the argument would be that U.S. Dollars are very much legal tender, but the form of legal tender dollars that they they can control so they can control whether they're coming in electronically or not
1: now they it's... try to they try to get around this and i don't know I, I haven't been able to find this out if there are fees involved i'm guessing there probably are mm-hmm. but at these ballparks there are places where you can turn cash into a
0: well, oh my god really a little- like yeah. a debit card thing yes or whatever they'll, turn it, uh, they'll
1: give you like a debit card, card. Yeah, or a card. or a like i'm sure some of the teams are doing stuff that can only be spent there I'm, i don't know exactly the um, yeah. you know how yeah, each yeah. one of them is doing it but either way whether they give you a thing like oh i want to buy a hundred dollars in white Sox bucks or whether they uh-huh. give you a hundred dollar visa card that you can go spend either way they want you to convert your cash to use it around the ballpark, and they're like, "But well,
0: how?" But Darren, how is that different from what casinos have been doing for a hundred years? Well, casinos twenty years ago, you could still put quarters in,
1: but I see where you're going right now. The
0: state of casinos now
1: is money never really changes hands. It's uh uh-uh. you walk in the door, you convert mm-hmm. your cash to a system that they're using, mm-hmm. but they allow you to cash out, which is also a big different thing. If I could walk into yep. a ballpark and be like, "Here's five hundred bucks, give me this on a card." And I only spend uh, thirty bucks. I want that four hundred and seventy walking out of the ballpark.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think there should be a cash out feature like that for sure. In that which case, okay, I get it, kind of, I guess. And then they can charge you a twenty dollars service fee for right, the cash out. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always going to be fees. Yeah, that's part of the system. Yeah, I don't know. I just i I don't go to a ballpark because I think it's a waste of money. But uh, well, it is fair enough.
1: It is. My parents had season tickets for the White Sox for, I think it ended up being 35 or 36 years. Yeah. By the end of it, I did not even want the free tickets and free parking because of the fact if I was going to go buy a couple of hot dogs and a couple of sodas or water, I don't even drink beer at the ball game. If I tend to mm-hmm. I mean, add another 20 bucks, yeah. but it was going to be at least 50 bucks just to go get a couple of decent yeah. hot dogs and a couple of drinks. Mm
0: hmm with the bright green relish and the yes yes the sport Mm -hmm.
1: peppers they had one at one point that was a hot dog that was trying to remember maybe 25 bucks or 30 dollar hot dog but it Mm. was three feet long i believe i don't know where they were sourcing these buns from but there was like a three foot long hot dog or four foot long that was meant to be cut up and shared between multiple people that was you know it was a shtick it was uh
0: yeah it probably was way overpriced
1: well everything at the ballpark is way overpriced yeah but like way overpriced well yeah it's a hot dog yeah you're paying for the hey wow look at that that's a really big wiener man
0: yeah that guy he's got a wiener that's a
1: look what's he carrying there damn yeah extra mustard like him Uh uh-huh what extra (laughs) mustard on that baby no ketchup no ketchup on the hot dogs folks what about the mayonnaise? I mayonnaise on. I don't know. I've never tried. Well, you know what? That's wrong because technically I've had mayonnaise with chipotle powder mixed in mm-hmm. as a relish on a hot dog. There you go, which is delicious. Yeah. Now, un, un, unadulterated, plain mayonnaise. No, I don't think I've ever gone that route. Well, it's close enough. But I do want to thank two people for helping us support the show while helping me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they send mm-hmm. me money. I don't. Right. They, they probably don't send you money. Um, yeah. Coming in at $20, Josh Mandel, who he's donated before, but he, it wasn't tagged for any particular show. So I sent him a message like, hey, is this for unrelenting? And he responded, it is, in spite of Gene saying he doesn't want donations anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: so I like the fact that you're like, don't send any more donations. And people are like, fuck that guy. I'm yeah, going to send it donations. Just, it
0: just takes time away <laughs> from content It's not needed. <laughs> And Herbert Garrett,
1: 10 bucks, enjoying some of your podcast. Thanks for the mm-hmm. good conversation. See, he's
0: enjoying my side of this. I'm not so sure about that. No, it's possible. No. might be he enjoying your side. would have specified that he likes all the shows that you do, but he didn't. Therefore, he probably likes my side. He might.
1: Could yeah. be all about Sir Gene. Unrelenting.com is a place you want to go if you want to support the show. Yeah, or com if you don't. com if you want to listen to SirGene Speaks, Random <laughs> Thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, Thoughts.com, if you want to listen to my solo show. I, I mean, PlanetRage.com, really if you want better
0: to. Better than all your other shows, frankly.
1: Sorry, PlanetRage.show. I keep doing it. I The dot show thing is still not ingrained in my brain. Yeah. It's unrelenting yeah, and dot and show.
0: Because we're cheap asses and we can't afford the dot coms. PlanetRage.show. Well, no, it's the, they're gone, and it's like,
1: well, it's a show. Mm-hmm. and who uses that anyway because you're just going to your podcasting well, that's app that's what i mean i mean they're the
0: gone but nobody's actually there they're just being sold for like crazy money
1: well it's the flipping thing man the and i and i don't know for sure i believe the taylor swift single that came out last weekend was five bucks when it was released maybe it was 15 mm-hmm. because i bought the steve earl one that was still available at the end of the the day on record store day and that sure. was a 45 RPM, seven inch for 15 bucks. But the Taylor Swift at the low end now selling for like 80 bucks on eBay. And they have been selling for 200 bucks all day long when over the first week. So all you damn flippers just went That's out It bought a, a 45, nothing exciting. It's a stupid little 45, not even music you can't get elsewhere. And they're just flipping them, man you see this with a lot yeah. of stuff
0: and that's it's, well they they figured out that there's enough of you idiots out there that are willing to pay money for stuff coming out of taylor swift to be able to do that
1: hey now i'm paying more to get into now i'm not gonna say getting into what? taylor's i was gonna say i would what pay no? a lot more to get into taylor swift than stuff coming eh, out of taylor swift but i'm sure you would be that would be a completely different joke and it would make this a completely non-family friendly
0: show no we are very friendly My Taylor Swift
1: stuff that I've bought, though, has gone up way more than my Bitcoin has. I'm just saying that.
0: And that tells you a lot about why America's downfall is absolutely guaranteed. (laughs) You're probably right.
1: I, I see. I still disagree with you. I still don't believe we're getting a Democrat blue wave in November. I believe there is going to be a Democrat reckoning
0: unless something major changes people Nobody are not care. i'm telling you dude there's so many people that think what's wrong with america right now are the republicans not even like they can't say big corporations anymore because they are because they love Democrats big are the big now. corporations now uh-huh so they they like the only thing they can come up with is the brand name of the political party because they can't even specify what about republicans do you think is bad they're like no it's just because you're a republican did you watch that interview uh, or the interview that that segment that was on um uh on uh v- 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 what's right, that show the thing the yeah the thing with one. the deal the, the the deal with the thing no what do you I don't, No. No. the the project veritas no
1: I have, I have really a knee-jerk reaction with anything project veritas i don't like that
0: why really oh well you get along with the socialists real well (laughs) but they had a kind of a ask me anything kind of thing or sitting you know on the street corner and a guy shows up it's at a college campus it's very much done in the style oh like the uh, old jesse
1: waters uh sort of yeah yeah
0: and so this guy is like yeah yeah you guys suck you guys are horrible you're putting out all this disinformation you're lying for the republicans and all this stuff and you guys have all these expensive donors. And it's, it's it's funny to watch because as, uh, as the person that's accusing them gets asked some questions, it actually comes out that he works for the Democrat party and that, uh, he, once that comes out, then O'Keefe is making fun of the fact that, well, you, you know, you realize your donors are a lot richer than our donors. Like the, the average contribution that, that they get is, you know, 20 bucks. The average that the Democrat party gets is like a thousand bucks. And they didn't so, know this. They weren't aware of this. Who's they,
1: the person he was talking to when that was like,
0: the person he was talking to is just a shill, right? He, he works for the Democrat party. He's a college student, uh, age, at least college age person. So he's, he doesn't give a shit about any of this stuff. He's not. Really denying it, but he's like, it doesn't matter, because he's ideologically driven, not logically driven.
1: Which is about
0: par for the it course was now. A, it was a pretty good video. It was a pretty good video. It's on on their web on uh, YouTube for Project House.
1: Uh, it's always easy to find those kind of well. And again, I don't know if people put two and two together when you see these man on the street things, the gotcha mm-hmm. type
0: videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Mark they, Dice is done so many of these right well
1: you have to understand that they could have talked to 500 people to get the three
0: idiots they're showing you not necessary not necessarily to to the but first idiot you don't know the first idiot's going to be enough <laughs> well you think so maybe in I'm austin sure. that's probably true in chicago yeah. that's probably true and this was at a college i mean any college it, the, the first idiot that starts to talk to you is going to be enough to film it is sad
1: do you parents understand your kids when they're sending them off for that education that you're spending hundreds of
0: thousands of dollars perhaps for at this point for sure over a hundred yeah i i think at this point i would i don't know i i uh i have a hard time envisioning any kid being sent off to either public school or college because those are really nothing more than communist indoctrination centers
1: Yes, it's a rarity in a college now. That's not a communist. I don't know a single center. one that isn't. I'm sure there are exceptions, but yeah, it's not the norm even, right
0: now. Even the religious colleges are very much. They've lost that battle. All the all the people, all the professors there now are. Oh yeah, on the. I August went to the beautiful equation.
1: DePaul University in Chicago, Illinois, and it was quite liberal back, mm-hmm. even in the late '80s, early
0: '90s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I do want to thank everybody on the No Agenda Stream—93 people clicking in, listening right now on the No Agenda Stream. So that beat YouTube.
0: Well, but the cool kids are on YouTube. The cool kids are not on YouTube. Totally. The cool kids.
1: Who? How do you define the cool kids? Those are the ones that are on YouTube. Those on YouTube, right?
0: They're waiting for the next Tim Pool video to pop up. They are. They are. They. They've got a moment to kill, so they're they're just listening to us for now. They're like, let's check what these boomers are doing.
1: That's right. Well, you're you're, you're beyond boomer, aren't you? You're like just senior citizen. Yeah. What's
0: uh? <laughs> it's called the Great Generation. Damn it, the greatest generation ever. Yes. Is there a new Sir Gene speaks coming out anytime soon? Well, the one came out yesterday.
1: Woo. You're trying and, to usurp us right coming in right before Unrelenting. Uh,
0: that's right. And uh, blow your is, gene
1: load. Listen to Unrelenting Cancer Speaks.
0: That's already recorded that I'm probably going to come out with tomorrow. Wow, that's like way too much Sir Gene loadage. That's bookshelving you. That's <laughs> way too much, sir.
1: I'm gonna have to listen to that at 14 times the speed. Uh yeah, 14 times is about right. And wait, yeah. what okay, so what's the proper thing now? Fourteen times speed and backwards? or is it still uh, supposed to be forward i don't know if you're advanced enough to listen backwards if that's if you could figure that out and understand it mm-hmm. then i would be worried about people
0: yeah i there are people that can do that there are even people i've seen that can speak backwards and then if you record it then you played backwards and it's actual speech now that's a but that seems skill. like a yeah that's a weird skill that's not necessary that is a little weird um that seems like the the kind of person that, like, sat in their room alone all day, every day. We are going to be the early morning show once No
1: Agenda moves to their later time slot, starting one show from now. That's right. But I'll still be there for the No Agenda rock and roll pre-show.
0: The rock and roll pre-show? Is that going to be a four-hour show every day now? That might be pushing it. <laughs> I'm you're you're gonna go beyond just a hobby at that point that'll be a freaking job for you it is it's like a job i can do even more than four but you are getting paid
1: i mean all the ladies love you the ladies do love me i got a nice birthday card in the mail from tantenale over in the netherlands Mm. and that was very nice it is official sir nub and starting of allegedly on cinco de mayo because john Mm -hmm. didn't know that Sunday of this week this upcoming
0: Sunday was already in May have you I, I love Cinco de Cuatro I think it's one of the best holidays
1: well that's yeah Cinco de Cuatro is great uh, but for this show we do Cinco de Trace so <laughs> dude, <Cinco laughs> de even, even,
0: even going further
1: yes yeah that's what you want to tune in for for this show live on Cinco de Trace yes which means five-thirds yes it's uh no what no we're actually uh so this we're on a Friday so it's the safe <laughs> we're on safe oh wow oh
0: oh i'm because uh oh, we are in the six yeah okay so it's five six okay
1: cinco de seis join yeah. us
0: on cinco de seis
1: <laughs> i can't see one i'm bad
0: with math yeah and, and for some it's reason i was thinking math, like math and spanish that's a whole <laughs> other podcast and you
1: combine the two of them together. Yes, man, fun you,
0: with math and Spanish.
1: So enjoy the no agenda on Cinco de Mayo. But I mean, that's nothing. You join unrelenting on Cinco mm-hmm. de Seis. And that's when we really start drinking on Friday. That's when people start having fun. Except for me. Tequila. Right. You're doing no booze all year. No
0: booze all year. Yep. No, oh, It's just going to intensify
1: your personality,
0: Gene. I don't know, man. I've been drinking most of my life, so I don't know if it's going to intensify or de-intensify what are we hoping for hoping for a better liver